Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Plus, they bought the fan. Vikes Bites. Vikes Bites is presented by Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Grass-Fed Beef. Delicious grass-fed beef. And you can learn more about regenerative agriculture. You can shop online for said elite beef. Go to thousandhillslifetimegrazed.com. I was watching this uh, online last night, PA, and uh, a familiar voice hit me via WCCO talking about the NFL for a 10-year period in the 60s. Now, you knew this, and I remember being told this, but I had completely forgotten about this. Mm. Prior to the Pro Bowl, prior to the glitz and glamour that exists in the NFL, we, we I'm sure you saw more people watched the Super Bowl than any other TV event in the history of the world. And that's kind of how the, the Super Bowl rolls. 120 some average, uh, 120 some million average viewers, wow. I think, across all platforms for Super Bowl 58. But back in the day, things were a little more humbled, you might say. Yeah. They used to play what is called a playoff bowl, basically a third place oh, game. Yes, yes. And I heard this guy talking about it. Seems like kind of a wild concept, but at the time, in the 60s, uh, before the merger of the AFL and the NFL, they played a third place game. Tom West. <laughs> Tom West. They, they, they went to Tommy W. Oh, geez. Yes, Lewiston, Minnesota's finest. Silent Sammy Speaks. So there was a Ren Clayton bit about it. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings took on the Cowboys <laughs> in a rainy Miami. Hold on. I'm giving you covenant claps for finding one of the one of the greats in public relations in the history of the NFL and a quality human being finding that clip. Yeah, Tom West is awesome. Uh, but apparently, uh, the Vikings took place in one of those playoff bowls. Uh, according to Dave Osborne, we called it the loser bowl mm-hmm. because two losers played each other. So it was the losers bowl. We didn't get much. It was wow. just another token game. Yeah. Uh, but they t- they played in one against the Cowboys in front of a crowd of about 22,000 people. Jeez. Bobby Bryant, he had a uh, punt return touchdown, but uh, it was to no avail. The Cowboys beat uh, the Vikings in the loser bowl slash playoff bowl, mm-hmm. 17-13. I just thought, I thought it was funny yesterday because right now, let's just say that searching for steam on the purple yeah, uh, really got to reach, really got to broaden your spectrum and suspend disbelief. Yeah, But I had completely forgotten that a playoff bowl existed as we were sitting Me here too. complaining about the, the arbitrary nature of the lack of entertainment involved yeah. with the Pro Bowl. At one point, it was, hey, you guys uh, just missed out on an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Now you're going to suit <laughs> up and trot back out there right. and try and play another game, maybe to fill some TV space while people wait for the big game. Do do you happen to remember from baby con days gone by Oof. on Christmas Day, there used to be something called the blue gray ball there was the blue gray ball yes and i can't remember why it no longer is 
I don't know. I mean, was there something Civil War related that that led to picketing, cancel culture, and things like that? I don't think so. But, you know, in, in, in professorial fashion, if so inclined every so often, there is a sports history-related segment, you know, that, that we could do if anybody is interested, just in, in mentioning things from days gone by that people may kind of remember or may never have heard of, and, um, and of course, to make it interesting. Like the history of the Blue-Gray Bowl, there used to be this. The history of the Loser Bowl, three plays four. Oh, goody in the NFL. Anybody happen to remember when the goalpost and the stanchion was in the middle of the freaking end zone? <laughs> and uh, and offensive coordinators, the next level shanties of the 50s and 60s and 70s, well, they used to craft shallow cross plays that would attempt to get the corner of the safety to run into the stanchion. So therefore, they could get a guy wide open. I mean, it was the greatest pick of all picks ever to pick. And it was right there, and it's not moving. And, of course, I mean, whatever the reason, in one of the most ludicrous, insane, and short-sighted thoughts or concepts in the history of the NHL, for whatever reason, when the game started, goalies didn't have masks. I always love that one. I mean, who in the hell first thought somebody shooting a puck 100 miles per hour? All right, so they're old schoolers, no strength and training and diets and all that. So they're shooting at 75 miles per hour. That a goalie not wearing a mask, fending the challenges, was a bright idea. I always love that one. How? How? Just how? I, but it was. Sports history in professorial fashion uh, could be coming soon to a nine to noon show near you. Let's um, let's continue Vikes bites and uh, get into some uh, uh, some signs that we are seeing, some signs we are hearing involving the Minnesota Vikings and specifically the quarterback position. We'll do that around the corner. Uh, but first, the con is this. The fan, along with the Big Ten Basketball Tournament, want to give you a chance to put a grand in your hand with the National Cash Contest. Go to KFAN.com, enter the keyword bonus, and you might win $1,000. The keyword is bonus at KFAN.com. iHeartRadio. Tile, which is brought to you by Pronto Heating and Air. You can learn more by going to ProntoHeat.com. Loving the Minnesota Wild just a day after the Super Bowl. The Wild hit the ice in Vegas, and it was jackpots all around. Through center, that is going to do it. John Merrill back to gather, and the Minnesota Wild come into one of the toughest buildings to win in in the entire NHL. They do exactly that, giving up the first one early, but score three times in the third to the Wild to prevail here in Vegas. 5-3 the final as Minnesota has won three straight games after the All-Star break. Jules Eriksson Eck with a couple of goals, including the empty net dagger. Matt Boldy on the score sheet, a couple of assists. Uh, from Kaprizov, and then 27 saves from Gustafson. He was fantastic last night. The Wild now winners, you heard it in the highlight from Joe O'Donnell. Winners are three in a row, but still five points out of a playoff spot. The grind continues. The Wild are at the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow, and then they're hosting the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday. Uh, for Hockey Insight, Pat Micheletti was in studio during the 9 a.m. hour podcast set with the free iHeartRadio app. We're your home for wild hockey, and that's the Wild File. Brought to you by Pronto Heating and Air, prontoheat.com.
now back to 9 to noon. Vikes Bites. We're saying? Vikes Bites brought to you by Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Grass-Fed Beef. Go to ThousandHillsLifetimeGrazed.com. Uh, let me let me hit you with this uh, playoff bowl history and all of that. Let's go to the here and now because we don't want to play in a playoff bowl, a loser bowl. We want to go to a Super Bowl. Well, the Minnesota Vikings with the Super Bowl 59 odds, the NFL futures out. Feels like they have barely handed out the trophy and sports books have already started putting odds together. San Francisco 49ers are favored at 5 to 1. Chiefs just behind them, six and a half to one. But then in fourth, the Detroit Lions at 12 to one. Makes sense. Then you go a bit farther down the line. Let me see here. That's four. 11th, you have the Green Bay Packers, 25 to one. And then tied for 16th in the NFL in terms of odds to get to the Super Bowl next year would be the Chicago Bears and Vikings at 40 to one. Middle of the pack. Your wow. thoughts on the Vikings uh, being headlocked with Chicago. Worst in the North in terms of odds to get to Super Bowl 59 at the Superdome in the Bayou. Liking how you laid it out because this time last year, I believe Minnesota was around 25 or 30 to 1. And Wobble's team was somewhere between 80 and 110 to 1. So if only from a wagering standpoint, people taking uh, their money and meshing it with their mind, meaning they got their mind on the money and their money's on the mind, there's, there's a stark change. And, and a, you know, the, the, the Minnesota Vikings descending off seven wins and currently, at least from a public viewpoint standpoint, don't exactly know who the quarterback is going to be. And then the, the other squad, some would say embarrassment of riches terrorism. You have an improving Justin Fields, who I believe they'll keep, but I could be wrong. And they're going to draft Caleb Williams first overall. And then they have that ninth pick after they got Montez Sweat. And Montez Sweat worked, by the way. It worked well. So no surprise that um, that those in the spotting up, uh, spotting up supp- supplemental income industry have chosen to fire that way. No, uh, not offended by the favorites either. Uh, still not completely convinced Brock Purdy will be the quarterback for the 49ers next year, but that's a uh, combine-related conversation perhaps. Uh, but no, no real surprise there to me. Man, the Bears at nine. They're kind of in that Johnny Newton, that Illini cat, that D-tackle. I mean, to be able to pair him on the inside with oh. Montez Sweat on the outside. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, Jervon Newton. Yeah, Jerzon. Or... Yeah, Jerzon. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, there we go. It, uh, uh, all right, three, two. Johnny Jervon put it together. It's his actual name, known as as. as Jerzon. Well, it's it's what what what's your what's your take on mocks? I mean, like looking at mocks. I enjoy them. Yeah, I do too, to a certain extent, to a certain it has an expiration date for me. A, it becomes too overwhelming, uh, simply because there are too many different guys in too many different spots, and I don't want it to greatly impact, you know, what uh, what either I think or I've been told about somebody. But like the Jerzon Newton bit, man, I fell in love with him. Like, like eleventh overall pick, fell in love. Yeah, no, but that's having no idea where he's quote supposed to end quote be drafted. So now the 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 ones that that I find to be most reliable, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, 
And um, um, Jordan Reed, um, uh, not with ESPN, but when he was with the Draft Network, when he used to put one together, it was pretty darn good. And and the ones that I'm looking at now have the the Fighting Illini beef eater who can sack the quarterback seven times his rookie season. Like in the deep 20s, end of the first round, middle of the first round, something like that. And I don't, I don't know if that's accurate. I, w- I wonder where he must have dropped recently then, because I early on looking at mocks, I, I saw him kind of in the yeah. actually on the verge of almost being a single digit pick. There are so many, so many mocks. It all depends on which mock we're mocking. Uh, but um, <laughs> nevertheless, that's that's you know kind of kind of where I'm setting my sights. A couple of weeks in front of the combine with Jerzon Newton, but I guess this could be found. But I'm not in the business of going back and like looking at tweets or listening to radio shows from a year ago and being like hey I said this, Nordo said this everybody remember Uh, or quote tweeting there was, I'm not going to say who it was and it wasn't the Friday co-host somebody Sunday or yesterday local had a do you remember quote tweet with something they said four years ago and was just like told you or <laughs> I seem to recall so I was like good lord what it, I mean ha, ha, how just how how do you think in case anybody missed something I said four years ago I want to remind you yeah. because it was dead right and it makes me look awfully good I mean that's a level of insecurity that's really really difficult to find but we digress the, the as as you find things on Twitter or X from a mock standpoint it's so interchangeable now. Things change so much. And and like Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, I wonder where they were mocked this time last year. Lions don't care where you mock our players. Well, Jameer Gibbs was talked about as a second-round pick. It was oh. shocking to many people, yeah. I think, that he went as early to the Lions as he did. Correct. Well, why wouldn't he be mocked as a second-rounder? It's a running back in the National Football League. It's a passing league. Lions, I mean, Jameer Gibbs was so here? freaking important to what the Lions did. They tra- I mean, Where'd they get him? 12 or 10, 11? I think it may have been 12. I think right. you were right. Did he work? Yeah, he worked out. That's why I don't follow Mock super closely. Until he fumbled in that Niners game and they completely shut him down for can, the rest of the game. They can shut him down for the rest of four games. He can fumble three times. I'll, I'll walk. To to Al to uh, I'll walk to Pontiac, Michigan, to pick him up. <laughs> okay, he's that good. Oh yeah. So that that's why it's grain of salt related terrorism. It's interesting to look at to learn about new names, but really until you get to the brass tacks of it all and what the teams are thinking and what helps them schematically speaking, it um it it's not mock mocking the mocks, but uh but but it is um it's. It's faux prediction, which I'm not into. Let me hit you with this. Uh, my final Vikes Bikes nugget before we transition maybe to some quarterback conversation. Oh. Hey. <laughs> uh, love it. What sign did, uh, who saw us? Who, what? Well, you had you had a player on the show yesterday. His name's Dalton Reisner. Yeah. And here he is talking and speaking to the combine. You kind of asked him like, hey, you know, going to the combine, you know, conversations start to heat up. Free agency is upon us. You know, a lot of steam at the combine, a lot of names floating around. And, and here's Dalton Reisner not only talking about said steam at the combine, because he has some experience with that a year ago entering free agency, but 
Also on his time with the Vikings. Um, this year, I, I, I worked my ass off. I kicked ass down in Minnesota. And a lot of people in that facility told me that they really appreciated me and they loved to have me back. But if I'm being honest with you, um, last year at the Combine, I had raving reviews and a lot of really positive things, and I didn't sign until September. So uh, maybe I'm giving too, too much information right now, but what I believe is um, I don't really trust what I hear. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess I trust if someone in the paper and signed me. You can tell me how much you love me and how great I have done or what I did. or I don't care what it is. You know, is. I'm not trying to be rude here, but... Um, I've learned it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Anything in the NFL, it's that, you know, I'm not going to really listen to chit-chat anymore. I think that I'm going to listen to business. So um, I I would tell you no because I, from last year, my experience, um, that did not replicate from what I heard from the Combine to what happened the first day of free agency and for the six months of waiting till September. So that's Mm. Dalton Reisner from yesterday. So that plays into two things here. Talking about steam. It's a sign. Second round picks becoming first round picks. First round picks becoming second round picks. And the steam that maybe will be wafting its way up into the Indianapolis air a couple of weeks from now. But here's the deal, PA. Love it. We talk about Kirk. We talk about JJ. Let's talk about something else for a couple of minutes here as in Dalton Reisner in this offensive line. Chris Reed, unrestricted free agent. Austin Schlopman, unrestricted free agent. Guard tackle flexibility guy, Blake Brandell, restricted free agent. Quesenberry, the tackle. Unfortunately, we needed him more probably than we would have wanted. He's unrestricted. Ole Udo, don't forget about him. He got hurt, and he's unrestricted as well. My point in all of this is we need to get Dalton Reisner back, PA, as we look at the Minnesota Moving Company. Derisaw, of course. Then what? Bradbury, Ingram, and O'Neal. And we trade away Ezra Cleveland at the deadline last year, get a get a late-round pick in return for that. Uh, the situation is dire at the offensive line position, and we're not even sweating the anchor of the center. So left guard, Dalton yeah. Reisner, yeah. I'm feeling needing wow. to become signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. Yep. As Dalton Reisner yesterday, he's like, oh, it's so beautiful here, mile high. We got all oh, the snow-capped mountains, the Denver area. It's so gorgeous. Love it up here. It's so peaceful and tranquil. That's cool. Get your ass on a plane back to <laughs> Minneapolis. And hopefully, if, if we're looking at things Quasi has to do, one of those is printing off a handful of sheets of paper with a re-up for Dalton Reisner. We need that guy. We need to fix that, uh, that or solidify that left guard spot. Uh, it was a 20-minute conversation with Dalton Reisner. Most of it about the Super Bowl, final five minutes, his lot in life as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, you can podcast that bad boy, KFAN.com, 9 to noon on demand. And uh, when you go through the podcast, it, uh, it aired at about 9.35, so it's very early in the equation. Yeah, end of the first hour podcast. And into what? End of the first hour podcast, yep. final segment. And that's from yesterday, KFAN.com, 9 to noon on demand. Well, Dalton, during the, the course of the chat, said that, that he had you know either been what he felt was misled 
and then all of a sudden people are signing him, and you got crickets related terrorism, and he he's he's what in his he was I think in his fifth year or sixth year or something. So I mean he's still this was his fifth year this last year, yeah. yeah. So he's not even at what should be the halfway point of his career. He's right around it. And um, and and Reisner, you know, like made all the dances out of like sixty six games or something. He started at like sixty three. So I mean, injuries weren't a problem, but but he just you know maybe his price tag was too high. One thing that he said nine to noon yesterday is you know I took a deal to play a one year deal to play for Minnesota that was not a deal I preferred. Do it again. I always love that one. Take another one that you don't prefer. <laughs> I always love that one. Derisaw, Jefferson, maybe Cuz Buzz, JJ McCut. I mean the 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 eleventh overall pick. I always love that one. I mean, but you 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 used you you used the word dire. It takes a lot for me to use the word dire. It takes a lot for me to use the word like ten out of ten excellent. Yeah, um, I'm not going to argue with you on uh, the word dire when you say the guard situation here is dire. I'm not going to say it is, but I think it's circling the word is. Now, it's those who who follow 9 to noon when it comes to coaches, general managers, rookies, sometimes free agents, Uh, but specifically young quarterbacks and stuff like that. It's I've just been taught. It's because I've I've heard it so many times from from so many of the the right respected people that you got to give them a good 25 before you can really start saying this situation might be dire or holy cow Ivan Pace Jr. did we hit on one in college free agency I can't even say that about Ivan after um after the 17 last year uh simply because it's 17 and by the middle point of 2024 did we do it again okay you belong perhaps you belong as a star perhaps you will be defensive Associated Press Defensive Player of the Year one day, but we still need to see a little more, even if it's even if it's good that way with somebody undrafted. Here's the point: is Reisner came in, Cleveland got traded to the Jaguars. Phil Rauscher is their offensive line coach, so so the team had an in because he used to be the offensive line coach here, and and it made it easier, and they had a need. All right, so that made sense. But they wouldn't have done it if they didn't think Reisner, while, Cleve, while Cleveland was, was on the mend, was the right guy to use. And he was. All right, so now you, you, you rattled off the rest of the names. And I'm fond of Chris Reed, and I think there's better in Chris Reed than really anybody has seen since his Jacksonville days. But with all due respect, I can't say it's full-time left guard guy. Well, now you get to, now, now you get to Ingram. You get to Ed Ingram. And this time last year, and and this is this is football fact from the annals of time in what's known as gospel. It's after a rookie season. If you're an offensive lineman and you're taken in the second round or you're undrafted, it doesn't matter. If you make every start, and if you have as few penalties as that young man had his rookie year, you also make every practice battling through injuries. That is a W. His rookie year was a W. Now, there was in certain areas uh, the 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 the. If you are in the camp that views certain areas 
in year two, past the 25-game threshold, declined precipitously and declined precipitously in hot moments of games where the last thing you needed on QB1, 2, 3, or 4 was a mistake to happen at that spot. If you are in the camp that believe they happen too frequently, well, then that means what's next? Do you need a new right guard along with a new left guard? Now, so as we unpack, because that's what we do 9 to noon, context matters a lot. So where, how does that fit within the layers of 11? Pick uh, the 11th overall pick in the draft. All right. Well, if you're gonna, if you still are dreamy that you're gonna move up to one, two, and three, one, two, or three, it's not gonna happen. I just there, there's a time I would have talked about it and like spotted up on it for maybe three dollars. This is not the time. And in fact, when we started sharing the last week and a half, okay, the 2022 draft for the Minnesota Vikings truly, you know, may may have set the team back x amount of whatever, unless these guys start jumping out of their skin. But that's one part of the new regime. If you believe the new regime, in part, was hired, specifically Quasi Adolfo Mensa, to get the team younger and get the team out of some bad contracts and some salary cap problems, where it's pennies, nickels, and dimes every free agency, every free agency that we've had for X amount of years. I do believe that was a major part of Quasi's. Uh, 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 job or or Quasi was charged. The mission statement. Thank you. You have the job. This is what you got to do. No, mission is the exact word. That was a large part of the mission. And for the most part, he's doing it. I mean, some of it's working, some of it's not working. And that's going to play into 11 this year. So, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if Reisner does not return and you're down on Ingram, and I'm not going to say they're down on Ingram, but after two seasons, you need to see something to a certain level where you can stamp it and say, you belong. Right. And I'm just not sure that's, that's I can't say he doesn't belong, but I certainly can't say that you, you, you know, that, that you can win the Super Bowl with some, some things that transpired the last two years. So does that mean that in the land of 10,000 needs on offensive line, once again, that you got to look at that too? Well, then that means if if 11's going to be traded, it's going the other way. Right. So you can amass picks and take more swings in the land of 10,000 offensive line needs. Or, speaking of seeing signs, do you stay at 11 and take a quarterback? I'm absolutely in favor of, of Dalton Reisner returning to this team. Yeah. And for many, many reasons, but most importantly, how he played during the games. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned you mentioned Ingram and, and you know, semantics with dire, not dire. I gotta be honest with you, after you laid that out, I feel worse about the O line situation than when I brought it up. Well you called it dire. Be- well I think it is. It might be worse than dire. Well it and- can't be dire when you have a left tackle as good as Darasaw. And a right tackle as good as O'Neal. And Bradbury playing the way he played last year, specifically in that middle zone game, specifically with Cousins, specifically after injury early in the season. Schlopman up to the Lambeau game. I think Lambeau or or Carolina maybe, but Schlopman got good. It took him a minute, but Schlopman got good. Yeah. Well, then, you know, he was usurped by the starter. And Bradbury responded. So three-fifths of something being above board, in my estimation, d- does not lead to a qualification of the overall fist 
the Minnesota moving company and the assets thereof being dire. Yeah, just as of as of now, in a month, Dalton Reisner won't be on this team. The right guard does need to improve. And you don't even have any depth at this particular point. That's just that's what was seeping into my head at this stage because, you know, with with all the money conversations after the third season, Christian Derisaw can start talking about things. We we saw what Andrew Thomas got with the Giants, 117, some kind of it was a record deal mm-hmm. over five years. Derisaw is probably thinking, hey, I'm real nice and I got some aw shucks to me and yeah. I'm happy to be here, but kids gonna want to get paid and uh, and how that looks in terms of then also trying to keep Dalton Reiser because unless he takes that $4 million deal or whatever it was, I mean, he's obviously going to be at least four to six or seven a season potentially with Dalton yeah. after what he did in 2023. So yeah. maybe Dyer's hyperbolic in a way. I, I just got to figure that out. But And but, Dalton's a guy that uh, I'm thinking I need him back in the mix. I, I'm with you on the sign, too. Um, but... But see, Dalton, if you believe the general manager and part of the mission is to get it younger, keep it good, and fix the money bit. Well, Dalton, he's a tweener because it's not going to be so much money that you can complain about it. And he's also not nearing the end of his career, but he's not exactly young. So like re-upping with Darasaw and Jefferson... Well, those are young players that you want to keep in the covenant, and they're going to break the bank. Yeah. So that comes back to the longevity of the quarterback spot, the the situation at quarterback, which which leads nine to noon to wonder who and or what does KOC covet? Who and or what at the quarterback spot does Kevin O'Connell covet? Now, um, there was something on Twitter yesterday. Was it, uh, who interviewed him? Colin Coward? I think it was Colin Coward, yeah. KOC. And it, it lo- this looks like this was very early in his time with the Vikings. Oh. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, it, it goes back to what KOC covets in a quarterback. Brilliant. Be- because we've seen Cousins, and we've seen what can lead to the third team. And then we've seen Cousins, and when it's not Cousins, what it looks like. And some things that we've heard from Kevin O'Connell about what he covets in a quarterback. But given the Vikings will draft at least one quarterback this year and could re-sign Kirk Cousins, let's let's listen to something Kevin said a year and change ago about what he covets in a quarterback. What is something that people don't talk about that maybe you know that a lot of other coaches don't because you played in the league at the most crucial position? Well, I think there's really two answers, and and the first one was an underrated quality, or that you said just a quality, which I think the standard, because I've gone back and forth over it through the years, but deep down inside, Colin, what plagued me the most as a player uh, was I was not naturally accurate enough throwing the football. Take arm strength, take some of the other traits. You know, we talk a lot about fundamentals and techniques, how you deliver the football, the rhythm and timing, your ability to be twitchy and speed it up when you have to. Those are all great things. But when that rock leaves your hands, when you throw (laughs) that football, you have to be in control of it at this level and be able to put it where you want it uh, and be able to do it in different rhythms and timings and anticipation. So that was him on accuracy, PA. And this was kind of a two-part clip that you sent me yesterday. First part, accuracy. The other part, got to see the whole damn field. And, and that's where it leads me to the most underrated quality that I think not a lot of people talk about. And that's, you know, the big field vision. Being able to see uh, either 
and it's not always the tall guys because I was six five, Colin. A lot of times I couldn't see anything. Um, I am six five. I shouldn't say was, even though I'm probably shrinking with all this stress. But um, I, I'll tell you this much: if guys can see and they can feel voids and vacancies and leverages and techniques, you know, Andy's accurate. Guess what? You know, we're going to be able to get the ball out in rhythm a lot. Uh, the pass rush may be humming, but they're not going to get home in time um, if you can anticipate and feel and see. And I think, you know, you talk about Justin Herbert. I think the, the one thing that you couldn't see on his tape enough of in college, just by the nature of how they played and, and not, no slight on anybody, you just didn't get to see a lot of those reps where he did that. But I'll tell you what, yeah. you turn on the tape now uh, and you see him do it time and time again. Uh, and, and when he turns that thing loose, I mean, the, his head coach is a very, very one of my best friends in this profession, Brandon Staley. And that's how I knew this was an older clip. Uh, some of our greatest conversations are when I just say, talk to me about what your guy did today. You know, I just want to hear about it. And, and then vice versa. He's a fan of our guy as well. Uh, you know, having played against him a lot and, and, and knowing a lot about Kirk. So that's him. It's the combination of accuracy. Got to get out of bed with an accurate arm and big field vision, being able to see it all, anticipate it all, and uh, act accordingly. It's the swivel. It's the swivel. Are you accurate, and do you do you have swivel? will travel. More on that conversation later. The 9 to Noon continues after this. AFAN, the fan. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. News to Nord brought to you by Park. CanterburyPark.com. Poker, blackjack, and table games all year round. And bingo! Bingo on Tuesdays. And then live racing kicks off in the spring. So go to CanterburyPark.com. 2024 racing season is that uh, eventually becomes apparent on there. Find out where the, the hats and mint juleps need to go with uh, derby-related celebrations, musical events. They have so much going on down there. Just get to CanterburyPark.com. We'll start with the hockey team. We had Micheletti in studio earlier to talk all sorts of hockey, but how about those wild last night in Vegas? Vegas turns a puck over, Boldy right circle, trying to dance in front, got through a check, and his wrists are stopped by Hill. He didn't know where it was. They score! Marco Rossi from the goal mouth. Man jammed at home. Boldy was there as well, and the Wild are back in front, 3-2. Yeah, that made it 3-2, and the team didn't look back. Matt Boldy would make it 4-2. Rossi becomes Rossi becomes Rossi again, it sounds like. Uh, Joe O'Donnell on the call, and Jules Erickson one of his two goals last night uh, was the empty net dagger and the wild win 5-2 in one of the tougher buildings to play in all of the National Hockey League at the Golden Knights. And But it's still absolute grind time for the hockey team as they've won three in a row since the All-Star break. Absolutely love that. But they're still five points out of a playoff spot. Uh, in the end, you kind of try to work your way through analytics, try to figure out, uh, as someone put it to me, we were texting about the game, you got to figure out kind of roughly where things are going to sit. And the Wild probably need to get into the low 90s in points. So what does that take? The ease of the schedule down the stretch will help. Now in more recent times, they're going to be on the road quite a bit. So go beat the Coyotes tomorrow. 
come home to the X on a Saturday and whoop that ass against the Sabres. So they just kind of got to play that game by game. But last night, man, Gus was awesome. Like, things look really well for the hockey team. So well, good for it, them. Right. And, and the analytics and the, the projected points uh, you, you need to attain to get into the postseason, well, that all changes as, as the race moves on because other teams win and or lose games they weren't expected to win or lose. So, yeah, over the annals of time, it's like I said last week, if you make Reed, Mahomes, and Kelsey an underdog in the Super Bowl or the playoffs 100 times, they're going to beat your bankroll 85 times. So that's almost a lemming-like in the blind, you have to do this because it will stand the test of time. What, what, what you said about the projected points and things like that, that, that has stood the test of time. So certainly not mocking or disrespecting it. I'm simply saying, pragmatically speaking, and, and I'm, I'm you know welcome to be apprised if I'm wrong here, if, if, if I'm saying something that is just completely outlandish, you have three teams to jump, the second wild card, and two teams in front of you, Cal- Calgary and Nashville. Okay, so we got three to jump. You're five points out of it, and you have 30 to go. Okay, I'm making up five points in 30 games is absolutely attainable yeah. if if the if the metaphorical dominoes fall a certain way but to act like it is a long shot it's not a long shot it's not favored i mean it's a spotty but we ain't talking about 30 to 1 here that's a long shot uh 4 or 5 6 to 1 is not a long shot it's a spotty so 30 to go 3 to jump and 5 behind I, I think there's a chip chair and a chance. No, I, I absolutely think there is. I, I just, I would mesh like the idea in 30 games, if you're at 53 points right now, the, the concept of potentially needing about 40 points in the final 30 games yeah. to get there. And that is, a, that is a daunting task. I agree. But until they're officially eliminated, what are we going to do? Well, it's white, it's white horse radio until further notice. We're right. on call. Okay, well, I mean, the Predators... The, the Flames have two more than us. The Predators have three more than us. The second wild card is five more than us. So how about nobody is on pace for the low 90s? You know, there, there also are low-rated races. Yeah. And maybe this is a low-rated race. Let's maybe, go nip that final wild card. Maybe we came into it thinking we're running, you know, in, in, in a 50K allowance at Colonial, and it ended up being a $35,000 claim at Prairie Meadows. <laughs> so, so we're in the race we're in. You can't change the race. You can't change the past. You can't change the race. You can just look at what's realistic. Uh, Calgary, I don't even know when Calgary plays. I don't care. Say Calgary plays tonight and lo- loses. You, and say it doesn't play tomorrow. Say you play Arizona and get two. Well, now all of a sudden you're tied with one of them. See, so it could go that way too. Can we get Sickman to make one of those playoff sheets when the, usually there's about 10 games left mm-hmm. and it's got the, the home games in yeah. red and all of this and they'll tell yeah. us. Can we get one with 30 games left, Sickman, yeah. so we can figure this out here when, who is playing who and we can uh, track it minute by minute, period by period. Who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? Uh, while we were watching the wild game. Little channel flipping paradise last night as we head to LA. Kyle Anderson off to Nas, right back to KA, throws it back to Nas, left of the lane, drives, splitting defenders and laying it up and in. How about that? Nas Reed and KA playing two man. 97 75. It's a 22 point lead with 908 left to play. Ty Lue and the Clippers, they look despondent. Alan Horton on the call. Have we had a requested 
uh, nickname change here from K.A. I mean, from slow-mo to K.A. Ooh. It's, I mean, slow-mo. Slow-mo. I mean, slow-mo. Look at slow-mo when he meanders his way into the key or the paint and teardrops something over the outstretched arms of a beef eater. Everything about him is slow-mo, old-school bat. But he's, he's K.A. Oh, maybe, maybe. Anderson. Oh. Okay, he didn't start with K.A. So he only said it once. What if What if it's just, and, and you've seen it. I'm tired of being called slow-mo. I'm, I'm, but I'm a one-man operation for two and a half hours. Yeah. I've said slow-mo six times. Great point. Maybe it's K.A. Elite, elite, the eyes. And, and doing that job in solo fashion. You, 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 I mean, if you're, you know, if you're, yeah, whatever. I mean, you, you think about things like that. Oh, 100%. I, w- I would think you think about things like that. Well, so, you'd be you'd be self-conscious take. if you were, like, if you, I, and, and, it, and it's tough to do it, but maybe, let's say J.J. scores a couple of touchdowns yep. in the same game. Yep. You might, even though you're not scripting it by any means. I know what you mean. You might think about, I, I laid on it with J.J. Yep. three times yep. in the first touchdown. Maybe I go with the Jefferson, or I, you, you just yep. naturally get used to hitting something differently. You're aware of those things. Yep, you're right. And, and. Like, you know, for, so, however it came to, he's JJ. I just know from the reaction that I get from the crowd in my life that people like the he's JJ bit. Yeah. So I do what I do to serve and please everybody else. It's it's to give you a distraction. Hopefully you like it and you're enjoying the game on the fan. So when I know people like things, I do them a lot. Because it pleases them. Right. So, therefore, I don't look at it like, you know, I, what you're saying is correct. Um, and there, you're going to say a name a lot more frequently in a hockey or basketball game than you are a National Football League game. What, what, you, what you're saying is correct. Meshing it with what you know the listening audience likes. End of the equation. I serve you. We serve you. You, you don't in any way serve me or us. We serve you. The most impressive thing about that is you came up with he's JJ on the fly (laughs) while relieving yourself into a Gatorade bottle because the bathroom line was too long at halftime. That's why we have wireless mics. That's the (laughs) Yeah, and televisions. So (laughs) third, yeah, it it might have been against Tennessee where you didn't need a Gatorade bottle or a TV. There was nobody there to see it. (laughs) He's JJ. I still got that video. I don't put there. Uh, Ridpath. Ridpath, KVP, and LFL sent me like this eight-second mashup of your reactions during the 2020 season. Of you. Really? just Oh, it was phenomenal. The, the Cam oh. Dantzler bit. The, oh, the in-the-box box doing road games? Yeah. Oh, it's it's an all-timer. I'll, I'll put that on on X here uh, maybe Crazy. during the break. Crazy. Uh, the key to all of this, though, is we wrap uh, News to Nord brought to you by the casino at Canterbury Park. Wolves handled the Clippers last night so beautifully. The defense, as strong as that was, uh, one of 11 was Anthony Edwards from deep, but ultimately it doesn't matter. Triple's not falling, but the defense was stout. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns, 8 of 12. Yep. Uh, you mentioned it. He didn't miss a he didn't miss a bucket inside the arc, so yep. you love that. And uh, they're back at it tonight. Two games before the All-Star break. They're both at Portland. And the first one taking place tonight, you're going to get to hear it on the fan. Tip-off shortly after 9 p.m. Uh, and uh, we uh, we will attempt to uh, have Alan Horton, the box on the radio show tomorrow, to uh, provide reaction to all of the action from, uh, from uh, 
Portland, and uh, they have Portland twice, right? Portland twice, then the break. Two in a row tonight and Thursday. Yep, tonight and Thursday, then we get the All-Star break. Finchy Finchy, by the way, is back on 9 to noon Friday. That's confirmed. He'll be on the Friday football feast from Indianapolis uh, discussing uh, what it's like to coach the All-Star game, so don't miss that. Around the corner, speaking of basketball, here comes... One of the great perimeter defenders in the history of Golden Gophers basketball and also the analyst working with Mike Grimm on Golden Gophers basketball games, Al Nolan, joins us in the 651 Carpets Plus Studios on a little radio station, 98.4% of the people in the world call K-Fan. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.